you know, one of the most shocking parts of the takedown known as Project Patton, is the haul of guns that they've seized. And we've talked about it. 75 in this bus, 60 of them alleged to be from one suspect, a car traveling from Cornwall, which is a well-known route for smuggling, whether it's contraband or guns through the reservations. And it's great that they got the, the guns off the street, but this is just one haul, and you can bet there are thousands and thousands of more of these coming through. And everyone, as you've heard, everyone knows about it. It's just no one does anything about it. Let's take a listen to some of the, you know, some of the comments that were, were said today. This is Inspector Don Belanger. Individual obtained the guns in Cornwall, was en route back to Toronto when he was taken down by our major projects team. The 60 handguns, which were brand new, they were located in the trunk of this individual's vehicle at the time of his arrest. We were subsequently able to identify the alleged gun suppliers who had purchased the firearms in the state of Florida. State of Florida. And then they come on through, and it, it's not a coincidence that it was Cornwall that the car was stopped and the guns were found. So why won't anyone in political circles, any official, why don't they crack down on this? Too risky? No, I think the police would do it. They got the training. Or is it just too politically risky? Hmm, I wonder. Let's bring in James Dubrow. He is an author and an investigative journalist, and he specializes in organized crime and gang. He joins me now. Um, James, you know, a big haul of guns off the streets. I mean, it is a significant number. 60 guns alone in one person's uh, car is the allegation. Yeah. And they, they were stopped, uh, you know, like he was stopped in Cornwall. Cornwall is a known point of trade and, and you know, smuggling. And yet, how on earth are these weapons, legal cigarettes, all these things, getting through this area if everyone knows about it? <laughs> well, that's a good question. It's, been go- it's ongoing for many decades now because of the native reserves there on both sides of the border and uh, the number of criminals that hang out in those areas. Um, I think there are routes that criminals know very well. I mean, most of the guns being brought in are brought in by professional uh, uh, gun dealers uh, working for the gangs or organized crime, and, and they know where to where to get the guns. It's easy enough in the states. Uh, I knew a hitman uh, for the mob in Hamilton. Yep. He used to drive across to Buffalo to, and he'd fill up his car, his trunk, with guns and bring them back, and he never got caught for that. He got caught for some hits. So it's it's often worth the risk, you know, if. Things are a little tighter these days, particularly uh, going into the United States. But coming into Canada, uh, the chances are, if you know your roots and you're a professional criminal who knows where to get the guns and what the best uh, way to bring them in is, that you can do it. And 60 sounds like a lot, but it really isn't. Uh, I mean, it is, but it isn't. Because think of how many you can get in your, your trunk. Mm-hmm. If you know about these routes, the police know about these routes, clearly they had the intelligence to stop this 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 transaction. Oh, this, I, this one they had inside information. Right, but we, we, I mean, it's talked about all the time. So uh, to me it sounds like this is a political third rail. No one wants to really touch it because of, you know, the, the, the discussion. No one would want to have the honest discussion that because it deals with reservations and, you know, it's just not it's not politically something that's very sexy to, to be talking about and or dealing with. 
Well, it is tricky, uh, but it isn't. It isn't just the reservations that guns and drugs come through both sides uh, and people, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are lots of ways. I mean, if, if if you're at all clever, and most criminals are pretty clever at this sort of thing, they need they need the guns and they you know they need these routes. So it isn't just necessarily known routes that the police would know about or that the border people would know about it. It's impossible. We've got a three or four thousand mile border with lots of weak spots and those spots are used by professional criminals to bring in what they have and the fact that we live so close to a gun happy civilization to the south of us makes it very easy to get guns here you know one of the things that the uh, cops said today at the presser when they kind of do their show and tell as they as they always do is the the designer um, aspect of these guns the fact that a lot of them look like toys and they had not seen that kind of advanced uh, technology or, or guns that looked like they were toys. What does that tell you? That's pretty frightening, actually. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, it's frightening on a number of levels. Uh, first of all, uh, you know, police are going to react to that and maybe uh, tragically when, when it's really toys. And another thing is you're shooting a rival gangster or, or, or doing a hit, person might not twig to a toy gun. Uh, it, it, it's Fairly significant, I think, uh, and kind of ominous. I think pretty, pretty threatening. Well, they did say they took out thirteen of the, um, you know, the executives of this this alleged gang. Um, you know, the well, five exactly. point, yeah, of the generals. But but I've covered many, many of these projects, and and my experience, and we've spoken with a lawyer about it. You know, they just they come in, they go out, they come in, they go exactly. out. You know, exactly. there it's a revolving door. Yeah. And and the cops can do as much work as they want, James. But the bottom line is, if 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 justice does not serve and do what it needs to do, what's the point of them? Well, I think it it, it, it helps to to knock them out like this for a day or two, for a week or two, and it, it hurts them pretty much for at least a few weeks. Um, and that that's important. I mean, mm-hmm. the seventy five. You say executives; they're not really executives. These are these are street gang people, you know, and yes. they're. You know they're not. You know it's not. Uh, no, they're not the Bay Street Boys, but the, but no, but in their little not, circle, they're the upper echelon of that not gang. Not the mafia yeah. either, you know. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, and there'll be other. Unfortunately, as they also said in the president, there'll be other street gangs. There are plenty of other street gangs. You know, you you've probably co- covered the Malvern Crew, yep. the Galloway Boys, yep. all the various. Um, and in fact, this gang had been taken out before the Six Thugs. Mm-hmm. You know, they they change so quickly and develop so quickly before you even know all their names, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and they come back, you know, you don't get that much time for uh, possession of guns or or drugs and, and you're out and uh, most of them will be out in bail within a week or two. Yeah, if not already. Uh, but the, the other thing already. is, you know, there, yeah, this is this, this is a pause, but it's certainly not a stop to this. It's I mean, a pause, yeah. yeah, I don't think they claimed it was a stop. I mean, they they simply said they. They took the leadership of the gang and, 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 and put a pregnant pause in their operations for a while. That doesn't mean a lot of other street gangs that are operating throughout the yeah, Toronto and, area. And the bottom line is, I mean, the politicians, the police chief, they all needed good headlines. They needed this good headline. And, and that's right. my concern is that this is more PR than it is actually um, a delivery of safety because that would I be know. lulling people into a false sense of security. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Now, there's no security in it, but it, it, it's more than PR. I, mm-hmm. I think, you know, they, they obviously did spend nine months. They obviously are going to nail some key people for, for, you know, a couple of years 
germs here and there, and they're, they're also going after the gang for organized crime yeah. enterprise, which is good. That yeah. adds to the time. Uh, it doesn't. No, you can't stop. Can't stop all organized crime as long as people want the the illicit drugs, uh, fentanyl, uh, cocaine, crack, and and the services, uh, including prostitution. Uh, it's going to go on and on and on. It has for. Yeah. As long as we can remember, you've covered many of these things, and sure. But but if they don't knock them out like this, seventy five hundred at a time. This isn't the biggest one they've ever done. I think the Galloway Boys was about a hundred, and so was the Melbourne Crew. <laughs> then they just grow, grow, grow. So it is important to knock them out, and I don't think it's just PR. Um, but there's a certain amount of public relations and all of this. We'll stay tuned and see what happens. Uh, James, Correct. thanks so much. You're, you're welcome, Alex. James Dubrow joining us tonight. Um, we'll, we'll follow. They did put out a list of names, and I, I checked to see if any of them had been um, people that I would, you know, remember from past busts. Nothing stuck out. But uh, we haven't heard the last of this. But again, it's not stopped, and you will start to see, I think, more action in the coming weeks. Certainly an issue that needs to be dealt with.